Tom's Hotel on St. Charles Avenue with its New Orleans happy hour. Hi, I'm Grant Morris. Welcome to our special Easter show called Nice Day for a Crucifixion. And it really is a terrific day for a crucifixion here in New Orleans. It's a little overcast, but but actually not bad at all. I don't think you'd be too hot if you were crucified today. We're, um, we're coming to you live from the Collins Hotel, as we always do. The Collins Hotel is at 3811 St. Charles Avenue in Uptown New Orleans. a beautiful place to come and hang out with us and have a drink or just hang out with your own friends anytime you'd like. And if you're coming to New Orleans, it's a great place to come stay. Our special guests this week on It's New Orleans, Happy Hour, the nice day for a crucifixion show. Uh, the Chocolate Devil, also known as Gary Rosenblatt. Chocolate Devil, welcome to It's New Orleans Happy Hour. Thank you, Grant. You, you do look like a devil with your devil flame shirt. Do you wear that every day? No, only on special occasions. And this is a definitely a special oh, occasion. Oh, yes, Nice indeed. day for a crucifixion indeed. show. Indeed. And also with us is the Chocolates for Good man, Harry Bruns, who's the other side of chocolate, the good side of chocolate. Harry, welcome to Happy Hour. Oh, it's absolutely a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, you're welcome. And our special musical guest this week is Kristen Diabel, who's a singer-songwriter. Also from here in New Orleans, nothing to do with the devil or Satan or good or anything, correct? Well, my name does mean the Christ devil. It means the what devil? The, um, Kristen is derivative of Christian, so, so yeah. Christ, and then my last name means Satan, so so you yeah. So your name is so Christ devil. I'm kind of like the namesake of the show. This is perfect. That or not. We love we love Kristen. Yeah. I didn't re- I didn't realize that. And what language yeah. are we talking about here? And. French, D-I-A-B-L-E, is the, it's the female version of devil. So you're a female devil a female and your devil. first name is Christ. Did your yeah. parents know that when they named you that? I don't think they understood the, Are they the irony of the name. <laughs> no. <laughs> they I, didn't. What happened was they wanted to name me Christopher, which I guess still is derivative of Christ. So it's the same, same difference, yeah. but then I turned out a girl and they named me Christopher. So. Now, if you're the Christ devil, do you have to crucify yourself later? I'm not sure we can discuss that t- during our next hour together. After a okay. couple of drinks, <laughs> probably. <laughs> so wh- where are your parents from? Uh, my, my dad was born in England, and he moved here when he was young. He passed away just before I was born, but my mom is from Louisiana, Baton Rouge. Um, so Diable is your father's name? It's, from, it's my dad's name, yeah. Right. Um, it's kind of, we kind of have a very um, thin family tree. I don't really... My grandmother is who he took his name from, and she was an orphan wow. at a very young age, so I don't really know and a he, lot about my family. He died history. before you were born? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What from? car accident oh my goodness whereabouts yeah. in baton rouge everything everything is in baton so you're from rouge, right? you're from baton rouge you yeah were, you I grew, were born I, I, yeah i grew born up and raised in baton rouge. Was, yeah and well no i was born and and um, sort of grew up in baton rouge and then i moved to new york and actually grew up a little bit more i think and you yeah. are you growing up all the way now or no no not I'm all the far way. far from that wow did your mom remarry or anything no. Well, she did briefly, but shock. she's been single. She's engaged, she, actually. When's the big day? It's. I should know this. I hope she's not listening. She's going to. I hope something. she is. No, no. It's June eighteenth. June eighteenth. Yeah. Are you a bridesmaid or anything? I, I don't think that they're going to try and put us in dresses. My sister doesn't wear dresses, so I think they just like. Your sister doesn't wear dresses. No. What does she wear? Normally? Pants. Oh, just pants. How old is she? She's <laughs> older than you, I assume. She's younger. She's two years younger. Well, she must be have a different dad, I assume. Then. Yes. Yes. Thank goodness yeah. for that, because that would have been that would quite have been mind-boggling. That yeah. would have been a frightening the, start the, to the, the Christ the devil show thing. Really came completely. into play on that one, actually. Well, now see the, the reason that we have this whole setup here of of, uh, Chris, of chocolates for good and chocolates for evil is a sort of a weird coincidence. I, I met I met the chocolate devil Gary at a last week. Was it last week at the New Orleans Entrepreneur, entrepreneur Week? Yeah, it was an Entrepreneur. And you were, week. you were there as an entrepreneur. Yes. And you are an entrepreneur, and you're also the chocolate devil. Yes. <laughs> what is the definition of an entrepreneur uh, in chocolate? You know, I, I don't know the exact definition of an entrepreneur. But I know that uh, I'm classified as one, and what that's are, all that's good for me. What are you trying to do? <laughs> yeah, I, mean, you're, what are you, I mean, you call yourself the New Orleans Chocolate Devil. Yes. So that's, you have some sort of marketing idea, Well, um, entrepreneurially right. speaking, I assume. Well, my chocolate... Because you're not really a devil, correct? Uh, well, I, it depends on your definition, I suppose. Well, what <laughs> give, me, give me a couple of choices. I don't think we have that much time. Where, where did it come from, uh, the chocolate devil idea? Why devil? Well, you see, uh, I'm also a singer, yeah. and I go by the name of King Rose. And, uh, well, now it's all making sense. At the beginning, that's what the name of the company was, King Rose Truffles, because that's all I produced. Right. And um, women who live in this town 
kept coming up to me and saying, ooh, you're the devil. You're just the devil. You are <laughs> such a devil. Because I guess I was in their eyes. And, yeah. then, and I said, I guess I am the devil. <laughs> and I live in New Orleans, and I became the New Orleans chocolate devil since I sold chocolate for a living. So there you go. Oh, that's, so that's how it happened. So you were yeah. christened by women who just adored you. Yeah, usually. Heavy, and it was a term of endearment. Heavyset heavy women. Heavyset women. Who loved me. Really? <laughs> yeah. From any, for any particular reason? You attract heavyset women, or you're attracted chocolate. to chocolate? You know, the there chocolate you go. You do the math. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's pretty good. Now, how, what about chocolates for good, Harry? This is when Harry met Gary. It's so weird that, that I, I was telling one of our producers on the show that I met this guy, the Chocolate Devil, and she said, hey, I've got a friend who makes chocolates, and it's called Chocolates for Good, which is also bizarre, because chocolate, you'd think, is just a food, and now it's associated, in your case, Gary, with evil, and it's associated, in your case, Harry, with good. What exactly... And Grant, I'm not yes. chocolates for bad. I, I, don't, I don't call it chocolates for bad. I, I don't just... think... Is there a... <laughs> other, than the, other than the term of endearment about the devil, is there a, is there a positive slant to being a devil? Um, yeah. I mean, you know, it's good to be able to put, play both sides of the, the fence, you know. If you only had one side, it would be pretty boring. Is that a bisexual reference are you talking about? It could be. But <laughs> okay. So you're not bisexual, though. I, I don't know what time is it. I'm, I'm, so uh, <laughs> just... Uh, the drinks are just starting, so, uh, you know. I, mean, I know, it's probably you, irrelevant, but you know, I was just have, wondering. It's have, happy hour. You know. We have Kristen's psychoanalysis, and now yeah. I'm half gay. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know where the hell this show are is you, headed. Are you actually bisexual? Uh, well, aren't we all at one level? I, I'm, just, I'm not going to talk. I don't want to talk for you. I don't want to put, <laughs> don't put words in your mouth. Get or your hand anything in your off mouth, my thigh. Well, okay. <laughs> I, could, I might as well, I suppose. I'm sorry about that. I didn't, I didn't realize that was your thigh. That's all right. Um, so how did you, wh- where did you come up with the idea of chocolates for good? Why good? Why anything? Well, you know, I agree with Gary. There is, uh, it, it's only interesting if you're both good and evil at the same time. And, you know, chocolate is inherently good. It tastes good. It's fabulous. And, you know, being a good Roman Catholic from New Orleans, though, you've always got to have an element of guilt with whatever you do. <laughs> right. So to make people feel better, what we do is we give a portion of the proceeds to uh, a few charities in town. The St. Bernard Project, who's rebuilding the houses in St. Bernard Parish, Boys Hope, Girls Hope. Uh, So that way, when people indulge in the chocolate, they feel a little guilty. You know, it's like the sin and the absolution, just in in one fell swoop. At the same credit card swipe. We're saving souls through chocolate. And I just just applied for a house to buy a house through the St. Bernard Project. So, see, we're we're so related. We are. are. See, (laughs) it's like Gary said. Two days ago. Yeah. So the sales from your chocolates, chocolates for good, Harry, are going to pay. To support the devil. Support the devil. (laughs) This has come full circle. Like I said, I'm Catholic. (laughs) Gary, are you... I'm not Christian. Are you Catholic? No, I'm, I'm non-denominational. I've heard that you... Th- I heard you, you You told me one thing that we, and we talked earlier, and you said... Uh, the son of a cantor. The son of a cantor. And the son a, of a moil. That's right. So your father yeah. was, a, was a singer. Uh, yeah, he still does. And occasionally. He's retired. He's sing- is he retired? Yeah, he doesn't circumcise anymore. He's 89. We don't think it's a very wise. Houses, houses, little shaky, shaky. <laughs> little shaky. Houses' vision. Can he see? Okay. Yeah, he's gotten better with the removal of the cataract, so his vision. Oh, is that's actually good. Improved. So he could probably go and do one. He could a, see it in a pinch, as it were. But you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. doing it is a different story. <laughs> so, well, but just a little off the top. That, but um, hello. How did, um, how did your dad get into that? Obviously, he's the Orthodox Jew. I, I never asked him how. You he never did. said how you no. got attracted to no. chopping off the tips no. of penises no, 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 of no, eight-year-old boys. No, but he—he's not a. Uh, I guess eight why day, would you ask? Eight-day-old. Oh, but did I say eight years? You said I'm eight-day. Eight days. Eight days. I guess it's the not least a question painful. Eight days is the least painful. Least painful. Yeah. If it it's, a, it's a barbaric. You know what they do? Well, the system with the wine. He dips the wine. Yeah. I look what you're drinking. By the way. Yeah. He dips the gauze. It all comes full circle. Look at this. He's drinking. What is it? Port wine. And what do they give? They pairs well with chocolate. You stick your finger in the wine. The rabbi does. Well, the candle. No, he takes. He takes a gauze pad. And dips it in the wine and puts it in the baby's mouth to get the baby drunk before they right. circumcise it. That's why I think there's hardly yeah. any Jewish <laughs> male alcohol. just got a lot more exciting to me. Uh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Don't you think that explains... More wine, please. There's probably no Jewish alcoholics, or there's very few male Jewish alcoholics, because that's the first association you have with alcohol. I don't know many. You have wine drip, dipped in your mouth as an eight-day-old kid, and then they that whack the end of your dick off. No. Look at everyone's recoiling, but that's... <laughs> It's, and it's worse than that, actually, because yeah. it's like a tool 
thing. Yeah, you have to clamp. And, yeah. And, and my father, oh, my father still asks. I, I have, I have his tools. I, I saved do? them. Yeah. Are they in a little wooden box? With them? No, I don't. <laughs> no, they're, they're reserved for a special oh, okay. performance. <laughs> Reserve uh, for a special uh, performance art piece in the future. I, I'm still uh, stuck on the fact that he has his father's tool. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I'm not because you know you've, there's, a, there's a, mean, a little board that's that's been it's like a been, chopping board. It's a board that they strap the baby on. Oh through. my god! Yeah. Strap, oh, yeah. strap. Yeah. I didn't oh, they know do. That. Well, the baby can't move, can can it? I, I know. I've been to a few of these. Yeah. I don't remember the strap. That yeah, must yeah, be sort yeah. of a thing. What part of the country? It's, are it's we padded. Doing? It's padded. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a padded. So you can fold out little. I guess you have to wash the blood off it and everything. I don't know if there's much blood. There's a no. What about um, speaking of crucifixion? Yeah. <laughs> I went to a party like this in the eighties. <laughs> Swear to God, it was awesome. Really? Yeah. Was well, crucifixion party? It was, and the circumcision, I mean, circumcision. and strapped down to a right padded board. Second, uh, second floor, crucifixion. <laughs> Third floor, <laughs> circumcision. <laughs> Ladies' well, lingerie. Well, well was Ju- was Jesus uh, circumcised? Uh, oh, absolutely. Do you think so? He was Jewish, sure. wasn't he? That's what I mean. Yeah. Were they he's circ- a rabbi. Were they circumcised? He was. Was he a rabbi? I don't he's know about that. Were they circumcising Jews back? in... Christians like they like me because I'm Jewish. You know, because we're we're brothers. Yeah, That's all true. Christians like you. Yeah, absolutely. They seem to. Jesus was a Jew. When I, there's a lot of Christians. They get. Okay. There's a little they, timidity when I show them that I'm the chocolate devil. I give them the card, especially in the South. And there's there's certain women oh, that yeah, are very yeah. frightened. With my last name, people are yeah, like, yeah. people like, are scared so of you. Could, oh, scares them, yeah. I mean, I play folk music. Like I choose Satan as my last name. It's <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not a stage name. <laughs> I've had to show people my license before to get them to believe me. It's, you know, it's, but it would have been awesome if like Orlo Guthrie was Orlo <laughs> Satan. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together. Most people don't know what Diablo means, though, do they? Or do they? Mm. Or is it just me that doesn't know that? Mm. Everyone's nodding. Just I'm the only you. person who doesn't know. Well, you know, okay. New Orleans well, is very Creole, and there's a lot of French influence here, so I think a lot, people, a lot more people do recognize it here than in even, like, Baton Rouge. Okay. Hey, Devil, what are you looking at now? Um, someone's trying to find us here. Oh, okay. So, um... What part of the country were you growing up in where your dad was strapping eight day old uh, kids to a board? Atlanta is where I was Atlanta. born. Atlanta? Yeah, I was born in the South. <laughs> really? That's raised, an unusual place to be a, yeah. a cantor. Right? Raised in New Jersey. Cantor in Atlanta. Have you written a song about that? As no. Gypsy, <laughs> Gypsy Rose Lee or whatever. No. What is your stage? I was a cantor in Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. Atlanta, you got to do a little What rhymes with Atlanta? <laughs> well, cantor. That's right. Hey, Mitch Foreman is yeah. with us from the studio. He finally came back from being on the road with Martin Short. Mitch, welcome back. There you go. Hello, Mitch. Hey, how are you guys? We're good, Mitch. How's it going? Boy, the conversation has taken off today. I know, even without Uh, you being here. Mitch, I'm so glad you're back. We missed you. Mitch has been out on the road with Martin Short for how long? Too long, and we haven't had you on the show. How was Martin Short gig? Martin Short was most excellent. It was hilarious. He's a great guy. I had a lot of fun. What's What's the funniest thing he does on stage? Uh, he He plays his character Jiminy Glick. Oh, that's and the guy that interviews, interviews people. Yeah, that is good. Yeah, and he and he interviews the local celebrity wherever we are. It's, oh my good. It's, hey, um, it's hilarious. Mitch, now that you're back, we're going to make you play a song. How about that for an idea? I can do that. Oh, that's going to be fantastic. Mitch, you haven't even met everyone. Kristen, Gary, and Harry. This is Mitch Foreman. <laughs> Mitch, hey it's guys, a, it's a joy to meet you, Mitch. Mitch is back in the studio. Ah, We're on you. our second or third round of drinks, and we have an amazingly beautiful tray of chocolates in front of us that uh, that Gary Chocolates for Good brought and. And Harry, and Harry. Uh, that Harry chocolates for good. But Gary, hey, we got popcorn now. Rachel, thank oh, you. Would We've you guys never like had. Some? Oh, you're not I bringing it to us. Oh, it's for someone, someone else. Oh, okay, no, no, screw it. Teasing us? No, screw it. We don't want it. That is, yeah, that's why. But I'll bring you guys some. All right, Rachel, you can have chocolate in exchange for popcorn. Hey, Harry, chocolates for good. Tell her what these chocolates we get free in this town. Rachel, this is the dark chocolate with caramel and sea salt. How's that sound? Does that sound good? And Rachel's uh, lovely. She's go. wearing a tuxedo shirt and a black bow tie. Mm-hmm. That's because she's the, the white shirt. I need the visual. And she has not one, not two, but three pens. And a little later, I think we're going to strap her to a board. With oh. Oh. Yeah, we're not going no. And this is the good chocolate man speaking. <laughs> yeah, Come on. Looks can be yeah. deceiving. I'm good. He's you know what I'm saying? I'm the devil and I'm good. Right? <laughs> I can see why you're making charitable donations to try and That's right, compensate for you. yourself. Yeah. You know, I, uh, now that we're all friends, I, I think I can confess that I was actually a lawyer for 13 years. Who's uh, 13? 
Is yeah. that significant? Do you well, think? then I got better. Are we you know, friends? Yeah. Are we yeah. friends at this point? I think yeah. after, isn't it like <laughs> thirty <laughs> minutes, forty minutes? I, yeah. I love <laughs> that being a lawyer comes up after like penises, circumcision, and like and, religion. And now that it's we're like, friends, and, and now, yeah. now that we're friends, now I can tell you my darkest lawyer. secret. It is. <laughs> it is. It is my darkest secret. I think I'm in the wrong seat, uh, Grant. Yeah. <laughs> why did you? Why did you quit the law? Uh, I got better. Um, I entered a 12-step program. Oh, really? Yeah. You developed a conscience? I did. Hi, my <laughs> name's Harry, and I'm a lawyer. Well, uh, you, you step one, you have to admit. Anyway. Uh, did, why did you give up, though, seriously, just for one second? Oh, it doesn't have to be the truth, but make it more serious. Um, well, I'd like to tell you. Uh, sing something from my first album. No, Sure, you I, want to do a song? I gave up the law because uh, it is actually... A soul-sucking way to make a living. Yeah. No one is ever happy. That's Everyone's weird. always pissed off. And now I, uh, I work. Chocolate. Yeah. Well, you know, I work for my uh, my wife slash boss, who's my uh, my boss, I guess. Uh, and um, wow, you're a brave guy doing that. How are you getting? Well, she's not here today. I see that. Well, the good news is we have a mandatory sexual harassment policy. Yeah. So that's working out pretty well for me. And who makes the, the rules over there? Well, she does, and she, she does. demands that she harasses you. And once again, we're back to the strapping yeah. to the board. Well, I uh, must say that I did not bring that up, by the way. <laughs> hey, anyway, Mitch Foreman. Yes, sir. What are you playing for us? What about you know, we need I'm s- thinking it's... I, I can't decide whether to go with the springtime April theme or the circumcision theme. So I'd say circumcision, because the show is called Nice Day for a Crucifixion. It's all our right, special oh, Easter. It's our annual Easter show, after all. Oh my goodness! It's our well, first annual the, Easter. It's an old Billy Holiday song then called "God Bless the Child." Yeah. Okay. Oh, there you there go. There you go. Right on. Are you ready? Especially yeah. the. I think it's "God Bless the Circumcised." Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Take a little off the top, Mitch, please. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> all right, are you guys ready? Yeah, we're ready when you are. All right, here we go. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> Very nice. God bless the child. I don't know uh, 
if it's too sacrilegious to to talk about that on the on our Easter show. Oh, here's the popcorn, Rachel. Thank you very much. Thanks. I, I guess put it on my notes here because I'm, I'm not really using them anymore because we've gone way off the subject. Hey, um, Gary. Yes, sir. Chocolate Devil. Yes, sir. Do you have anything to do with the Hare Krishnas? Um, I bring them. I feed them. I, I bring them. They don't need chocolate, I don't think. Uh, they why may, they why may. not? So what do you feed them? Some, I bring them iced tea and lemonade. Uh, no garlic, no onions. They don't eat garlic and onions. Really? Hare Krishna people do oh, not eat garlic. <laughs> yeah, they don't. Well, garlic onions. and onions, according to Krishna, they do, they're not allowed to have Did they those. tell you that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's clear. When I brought them produce before, they wouldn't accept it. Now, how do you get involved with that? <laughs> uh, well, I used to, uh, you know, I, I'm, I, I think in a former life I was a hippie. And, uh, how, and how former, how former, former yeah, the hippie devil when I had the long hair and people uh, mistook me for that or a drug dealer in some other <laughs> fashion you didn't ever sell drugs did you? no never never. you were in the porn business though weren't you? Uh, was I? I don't recall that. Uh, that's not true <laughs> that's what I heard that's not true I helped a few people in Los Angeles I'll say that <laughs> no I actually had a, mas- a massage business I had a practice in LA in Venice uh, you're a and licensed masseur? Yeah, and I worked for, oh, for uh, Play, Playboy magazine, I worked for. So I worked on, <laughs> I, I, I worked on Lorenzo Lamas' wife. It must have been and it a comes tough back job, to huh? Easter, Easter and the bunnies, you know? So there you go. Go back to the bunnies. Yeah. You, uh, you actually worked as a massage therapist. I, mean, I hesitate to In the hallow. Were you called a massage therapist? Yeah, yeah. A massage therapist MST. at the Playboy mansion. At the studio, or the, the photographic studio. They call me in when the women were or hurting. Okay, I have. And, and uh, how often was this that? This has got to be. The uh, it happened just once, just once. <laughs> then they they hired a company that you know full of. You did it one time. Yeah, they hired a. Bunch. And what happened? I, I turned them on to the idea. Well? That, no, it went well, and then they hired, they hired a company to, to work on their whole uh, the factory. You know their their, okay. their studio and then their their offices in Beverly Hills. So. So you only did that one time. So that's a pretty good story. You shouldn't really say that though, because I thought you spent a whole career. Which is no, a day. No, no, you were a massage no. therapist at the Playboy. But I charged 150 an hour. So, you know. And what did you have to massage, or who? I, I worked on Lorenzo Lamas's ex-wife now. And she had her clothes off she, for the shoot. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. And what she, are you, she showed me everything. What I are you massaging? Her shoulders. I, I didn't ask her, but she said. <laughs> did they have, did she, they said have she said it's real. That's real. It's real. And I went, don't okay, touch it. Do they have uh, full body uh, makeup on for these shoots? I don't. I didn't ask. Well, you'd be, but be messing it up if you were it, it was squeezing. interesting. The experience was uh, I wasn't I'm squeezing sure was. their breasts. <laughs> well, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't mean breasts. No, no. I mean body. But no, I was squeezing their body. I, wasn't, I was massaging their body. Um, I, I did chair massage in the studio. But I actually, um, <laughs> I walked in yeah. it, it down the, the hallway to the, to the huge studio. It looks like, photo, uh, like a film studio. Yeah. Are you paying attention? No, I'm, of course I'm paying attention. <laughs> you see, the last words you said were film studio. Yes, indeed. So... They're, they're, they have women in it that look like just came off the farm, like out of Ohio, <laughs> hayseed, you know, that kind of yeah. thing. Like, they're so sweet and so nice. Like Allie Mae? Was Allie Mae? Oh. In the, the Beverly Hillbillies with a knotted Allie Mae, yeah. With a knotted shirt. That was my experience there. Yeah. Oh, there's Mitch. Playing the that is the theme for the Beverly Hillbillies. Little flat scrubs. No, go ahead. Yeah. And um, so that was the day of the beeper. I had a purple beeper, and they beat me when I was out on the beach um, skating, and they Massage. You skated here too. Uh huh. Skated uptown. Let's go, now listen, I'm going to. I rode my bike. We're, we're, we're very green today. You rode a bike here. You rode. Yeah, I was a Venice Beach skater and skater here in New Orleans. Keep it going. Fifty years old. I like those skating. blades. Woo. Fifty years old and still skating. Yeah. You're fifty years old, the devil. Yeah. Hey, listen, you guys. Uh, now we're going to get onto a very serious subject here, just for a minute. I know we've had a lot of fun, and but we have to get serious because it is. This is our annual Easter show, and uh, you guys make candy and chocolate. So. I want to talk about the Easter bunny. Okay, listen. Hey, what's going on over here? This Ellie? We're sharing a bunny. <laughs> Mitch, can you give me some Easter bunny type music? Thank you. <laughs> Hello and welcome to... Um, what, is the, what is the deal with the Easter bunny? Do you got, you, I see you've got something. You've got Ooh, a, I have a good one. I'm fond no, of Bugs. Go ahead, but you, I have no, a story Kristen, to tell when okay, you, you guys are You ready. can go first, Kristen. <laughs> I'm fond of Bugs Bunny myself. Okay, I mean, it's not a really long story. Um, so when we were kids, we'd always go to my aunt's house for Easter, and I have, I have two other siblings, and we'd go over there, and their cousins, and lots of kids, and we do the Easter egg hunt, and the, you know, the the dinner and lunch and all that stuff, and breakfast. <laughs> yeah, there's only one as, left. As that's all there is to do in Baton Rouge is to eat. Okay. Um, and 
there would always be an Easter bunny, like in the big, fluffy, like proper, like giant Easter bunny costume. An actual person in an Easter an bunny actual costume. Per- okay. Well, no, we thought it was the Easter bunny for oh, a while. Oh, okay, because you were a little kid. Okay. Until. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. We started sitting in the Easter bunny's lap, and we got old enough. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're, no. Back, we're back here. No, we're back to the Catholic things. The devil. <laughs> Do a show about ah, the devil is here. Is that a carrot in your pocket, or are you no, glad to no, see me? Come sit on my lap, little girl. It's, it's G-rated <laughs> compared to that. Oh, well. and I'm sorry about these guys, Kristen. We finally realized that we're like, ma'am. Now, the Easter Bunny has such a familiar smell. Like this, that that Easter Bunny smells like Uncle Nelson because it smelled like booze. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the okay. Easter Bunny's breath just just came right like, through the mask. It was fuming yeah. like Budweiser. Wow! And Whoa. so that's how we discovered the Easter Bunny didn't exist is because Uncle Nelson was an alcoholic. Like beer. Yeah. <laughs> Whose brother was Uncle Nelson? Your mom's brother or your dad's brother? My my mom's sister's husband. And he liked to have a few drinks and dress up as a bunny. Yeah. <laughs> Who the hell does it? I think right? I guess so. Yeah, well, good. Point. I believe there's a 12-step program for bunnies. <laughs> do, you, do you guys, uh, the chocolate guys, do you make bunnies for Easter? Oh, uh-huh. absolutely. I see you've got no. something here. No. There's one. The devil doesn't the make devil bunnies. The devil doesn't fuck with the bunnies. No, no way. Well, okay. you know the thing is. Well, I didn't say I didn't fuck with the bunnies. I, <laughs> I said I don't make bunnies. Okay. <laughs> They're so hard to hold. Uh, so, wait, well, you know, the, it depends the, on what you're talking exactly. about. Exactly. The, the well, the worst part is you have to keep running around the front to kiss them. You see, the, thank you. That's an old joke that I. It's usually about sheep, but I thought I'd just use. I'm it not sure in this event. It's bunny. Easter. Okay. Um, well, you know, the, the bunny, though, is, uh, I, I think, a very satanic part of Easter. Because oh. the first thing you do when you get the bunny is chew its head off. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. sort of a Ozzy Osbourne kind of thing for your kids. I bite its butt off. Sorry. I don't, do, I don't do, do you start off. with the butt? <laughs> yeah. Do you know? <laughs> There's a whole, whole team of psychiatrists working on you yeah. in yeah. there. No. <laughs> I don't think I need that. I'm interested in, uh, in the connection between uh, candy and uh Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Are you guys interested in that? No, oh, absolutely. Can't. Jesus was clearly... What uh, about sex? Is candy this, and sex. Because I got this guy on the line. Reverend Ray Kanata, are you there? Do we have a reverend? This is, a, this is the Reverend Dr. Ray Kanata, who was on our, one of our earlier shows. He's, a, he's a, an ordained minister. He's the he's the he's the pastor at the Redeemer Church on St. Charles, just up the street so here. So like on a Saint real Charles one, not like ordained on the internet. No, okay. He's a real the real thing, right, Ray? Not like a reverend friend of Tom Waits. Okay. Not at all. So I'm sitting here with uh, with Christian, Harry, Harry, and Gary, and uh, two of the two out of three of these people make chocolate for a living, and um, we're talking about the connection cool. between talking about the connection between Easter and uh, the Easter the Easter Bunny, the chocolate Easter Bunny, and Jesus. And uh, I was wondering, if you, can, can you elucidate us or enlighten us at least on um, what the connection is? Well, I mean, I know about baskets and about the candy more than about the bunny. The bunny, I hear, I hear some things, but I, I, you know, I'm not a scholar on that. I'm not sure I can give you a definitive answer, but I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> sure I know about the baskets and the candy. The way it worked is, you know, you were in Lent and you were pretty much all the Christian traditions had a, uh, you know, had a fast for Lent. So when you break the fast, you want to kind of splurge. So you feast, you know. So Easter, so that's that simple. Feast really of the year. Okay, so that. You, but what about the bunny? The bunny. Well, okay. So I was, well, let me get more into the basket for a second. So the other thing is like charity was a big thing for the feast, right? Yeah. So you, you pack some of the some of the food that you're going to share yourselves, and you put it in a basket, and you take it to folks, especially like orphans, you know. And so you want to give them treats. Originally, it was like nuts and fruit, and involved in the chocolate. Okay. Things got more sophisticated, right? Right. But the bunny, I don't know. The bunny, I always heard that it was fertility. It was a sign of fertility, and this was like a pagan holdover, uh, and because rabbits, you know, reproduce or whatever, and uh, so that was that. But, you know, I'm, I'm a little skeptical of that because I don't think the bunny really came into the Easter uh, iconography until like the 1860s or 1870s, if I remember right. It was, was kind of late. That's a long and, time you know, after Jesus, which was time. about 1,800 <laughs> and something years before that. And Jews at this time Jews give, yeah, give yeah. Gift, gift packs also. I don't, uh, I don't think it had anything people. to do with Did Jesus they? or, or paganism. I just think they were cute and, and okay. you know, and Victorian people were very sentimental and they like sentimental feminine things. You know? Okay. <laughs> okay, so Ray. Well, hey, thanks. Thanks. Thanks for that, Ray. I thought you were going to actually tell us the link between the Easter Bunny and <laughs> and uh, and Jesus, but uh, we'll, we'll have to okay. we'll have to work on that. Maybe our next, we'll our second you. annual, our second annual nice day for a crucifixion. Hey, Ray, as a pastor. Is Nice Day for a Crucifixion a, a sort of a sacrilegious name for our show? 
call you sure whatever you want. <laughs> okay. So you you'd give it you'd give that you give offended. that your blessing. I didn't want to offend anybody, and people were sort of blanching when I said the title "Nice Day for a Crucifixion." But it's okay with you as the official pastor of Happy Hour, right? You know, there's more than one crucifixion. Jesus wasn't the only crucifixion, right? Okay, that's exactly a good point. Jesus wasn't the only crucifixion. Right. What about about the word, the phrase "basket case"? Where does that come from? Right. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, that's two out of two there. He's not okay. a linguist, hey, Ray, thanks right? for joining us. We're going to let you go, and we'll catch you on the, You should come back and join us one day down here at the cons. Okay, thanks, Ray. Bye. Okay, so, i got to calm down there. Yeah, I will for sure. Thanks a lot. Okay, Bye. see you. So we're no better off uh, oh, as well. it comes to the, when it comes to Jesus and the bunny and Easter. So, well, so much for that idea. I Grant, think. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't worry about the name of the show because yeah. we all know Jesus loved a good happy hour, right? I mean, his, we did. his we did. first miracle was he's at the wedding at Cana. They run out of all the good wine, and his mom says, Jesus, can you go on a wine run for me? He said, don't worry about it, Mom. i got it taken care of. Boom, he turns the water into wine. And that was to say, you know something about the Bible as well? Um, well, yeah. I'm, you're I'm, Catholic. Well, I'm a Catholic. I don't read the Bible, but I pay a guy to read it to me. <laughs> is that because you were a lawyer before? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. no, no. <laughs> Going back to the law? No, no, no. It's, it goes back to the guilt. But well, we don't have that much time. Well, we, we, we own guilt as well, so we share the guilt. It, well, so, it's, it's genetic. Yeah. We inherit it from you guys. Oh, yeah. That's why we make chocolate. So is this whole chocolate the devil thing some sort of reaction to your father being a deeply religious person? Of course. It of is. Course. Everything comes back. It's all back to getting all back to your dad. Yeah, yeah. Do you write stuff about that sort of thing, Kristen? What are you writing about? Musically? Um, Look at you've got a chocolate about bunny Jews? on my hand. About the Jews? About, about the Catholics? Or? Well, what are you writing about now? Guilt. Uh, guilt. It's a lot easier to write about guilt than it is about not feeling guilty. Actually, it's got, easier to write about things that are that are um, not settled than things that are. I think. Um, I, I've been. I haven't been writing so much in the past couple of months. I've been sort of digesting things. It's right. like it's kind of a process. It goes in, in phases, and I think I've been in like the intake process, and then a couple months from now, it'll all. Get filtered did you, out and did you just finish it. a record? The 10 out of I 10 put, record? Yeah, um, I just wrapped that um, in the past. Like, we're just finishing up the final mixes for that. That's so, cool. And when's that coming yeah. out? That is not going to be like an official release. The, the point of that project was to like, write, record, and pre produce 10 songs mm-hmm. um, in preparation for the next record to have the time to really okay. kind of conceptualize and figure out what type of a record I really wanted to make. Hang so. on. Rachel, do you want, anyone want a drink? Can I get a couple of napkins? Na- oh, Kristen wants some napkins. Do you want another <laughs> drink of anything, Kristen? No, I'm okay. You good? Yeah. Oh, you got, you've got water. It's still there, Mitch. Okay. So, Kristen, pick up the guitar while, you, while we have it here. All right. Um, and let's, you put, to put down I, the, bunny. Hold the bunny. Oh, the bunny? Ellie will hold the bunny for you. <laughs> That's why we have a highly what paid producer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now these guys are going to get a shock when they hear this. Uh, like a, an electrical shock? Or? No, I don't think. No, just, you know. <laughs> it's funny you talk to someone and you're hanging out with them and you then they pick up a guitar and wait till you hear this. Well, I hope. It could really suck. Oh, there's always the possibility. We can cut it out if it sucks. I think this... Are you totally... Is that all messed up for well, you? Well, do you need this down? If it was a little bit longer... Uh, okay, we can move if it. If it was a little bit longer... Yeah, I hear that yeah. Women lot. say that all the time. <laughs> yeah, really? The devil hears that every day. Yeah. Twice, <laughs> twice a day. I'm mm, Irish. Every minute. Second. <laughs> okay, so this is this is a this is kind Excuse of like a, a dirge sort of. Oh, that should be uplifting. That's yeah. Was yeah. well, it got an Easter? It's a nice day for a crucifixion. nice day for a crucifixion. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's called my room. <laughs> Yeah. 
shocked when you heard that voice coming out of this room sounds really good it does that is a that now what is that song called it's called my river actually you can download it for free on the internet on the internets if you oh, go to here's your chocolate, the website is your chocolate bunny back uh, that's okay it's, it's not who's bunny. who's eat someone ate your chocolate bunny while you're singing that song <laughs> i Mitch can't Christ, eat that whole that's chocolate not bunny. fair it's at all so sadistic that is not fair what am i supposed to do with this thing eating bunnies so, eat his eyeballs too so you don't look like the kind of person who's in a lot of despair and, and pain. That's good. Are you? <laughs> right? I suppose so. It's, it's, I hope I, I don't I don't know look what like kind, I don't know what the kind of person looks like, actually. Probably more like Gary, I suppose. Well, I just give me a couple. <laughs> Excuse me, Graham? <clears throat> no, just an observation. I think I'm too young to look like I'm... I'm a therapist. In despair. In despair. So where does a song, where does that think? voice... Just does imagine it? me with like 60 more years. Won't I look more in despair? We could probably do that, on, you know, <laughs> put that up on the internet. You'll look older unless you sign with me and you'll be what, um, young forever. What, but this, but the, that song is, you know, a song about waiting and longing. Yeah. And um, is it true or you just make it up? Of course it's true. No, it is true. I mean, I think... I, 
I read this. Yeah, go on. No, you go ahead. No, okay, I'll go ahead then. I'll go ahead and <laughs> say, this is what I was going to say. I, I, you know, look for stuff about you, you know, because I'm trying to find out something about You're somebody. You're stalking Yeah, because yeah. I'm trying to, you know, sound like I'm doing some research for the show. And I read this thing that you wrote online. Mm-hmm. It said, I was in a place of what seemed like never-ending transition, still coming down from what was then such a shocking, deeply saddening experience, floating in shock or absolute confusion over how I had spent the last two years so committed to something absolutely not worth believing in, something so untrue, something that really did nothing but steal my thunder. How did I not realize it? How did it take so long to recognize it? You did do your homework. Yeah. <laughs> what, what made you write that on the Internet for the whole world to see, including me? Um, what are you talking about? Yeah, exactly. Can you remember? <laughs> no, I remember. Um, I was in a relationship. I mean, I think that's usually kind of the, the spearhead of a lot of bad scenarios. And I just wasn't happy. I mean, I wasn't happy in a lot of ways. I was living in New York, and I was just there too long. It was kind of sucking the soul out of me after a while. Um, and, you know, I so think you, were, you were committed to this guy for two years, and it was a total waste of time. Well, you know, truly nothing is a waste of time because you learn things that you didn't, that you needed to learn. Right. And, and I wouldn't trade it now, like in hindsight, but it wasn't like a pleasant experience. Did it help you to write this and put it out there for the world to see? For? Um, I guess. And now hear it all over yeah, again. Like, and now shit, have all these guys looking that? at you like, <laughs> what kind? Of, what kind of guy were you dating? <laughs> a bad one, obviously. No, I mean. Um, it wasn't terrible the entire time, or else you know the two years wouldn't have wouldn't have happened. Obviously, it must have been some good moments. Yeah, yeah, there were. I mean, with any relationship, there are good moments if it turns into a relationship. Um, but it just became not suitable anymore. So he was probably in league with me. Yeah. <laughs> are you dating anybody now? I am. And is it going to be the same thing? Are you going to write the same sort no, of thing two never, years later? Like, what am I doing? About the guy I'm dating. The guy I'm dating now. I bet no this guy like, thought that originally. Has he seen this? The guy. I don't really care. Yeah. yeah I just, <laughs> so, but this guy's working out though. The current yeah, this, guy. <laughs> this the guy current Mister Diablo. <laughs> yeah, he's working out. He, he's a he's a, a much more quality human. Do you trade it up this time? I trade it up. What yeah. mistake? I what trade up? What mistake did you make the first time? What was wrong with that guy? That you think? It just wasn't the right match. And he was... He, he had issues. He had shit to get through, you know? And I, I wasn't his mother. That's what, it, that's what he was looking for. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Right. And what's this guy looking for? Nothing. Just... He's cool. Um, Is he a musician? <laughs> Is this guy a musician? No, no. I, I've sworn off musicians after... after The last one was a musician, so I've sworn him off. Oh, uh, really? That, the bad one? Yeah. The guy in Brooklyn? Okay. You know, guy musicians are tough because they're kind of... Well, look, I'm not going to generalize. Wait a minute. But I am. Well, Mitch Foreman's here. He's a musician. <laughs> Mitch. From Brooklyn. No, it's not not all mus- guy musicians, but I've just known a lot of like guy musicians, and this does not apply to all of them, that are like in a state of perpetual childhood. So it's... Uh, what about women musicians? What's no. wrong with them? That, that can, <laughs> That's I, right. Per- childhood yeah, is a yeah. great thing. <laughs> That's true. Innocence and... But you're not doing the, not the good part of childhood. I'm not, not the, in the business the, of uh, wiping someone's ass all the time. Not, yeah. not the circumcision. Or, yeah. And back to the moil. That's right. <laughs> Bodily functions you everywhere. Think about in this going show? into your father's business in Gary. You know, nice I just sport. met a woman who was um, kind of interested in my dad, uh, a much younger woman, who kind of scared me. And um, just, just sharing. Yeah, yeah. And um, she says she called me a few days after I met her, and she said, "You know, I have a great idea for you. You know, you could do it too. You could do what your dad did." And I, I, I had this, this, this chill in my spine. Yeah, well, that's the story. That's it. Okay. Well, <laughs> stick to making chocolate. I thought yeah, it was yeah, going to go. No, 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 I thought I it was going to go somewhere. No, I didn't. I didn't go out and do it. No. Okay. No, no. You did. Kristen, you've got the seed for a song now, right? The, the Gary, I, 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 the Gary Moyle story. Moyle man. I wrote a great song from uh, that. That you know, it, the the downside to what I do is is it's a lot easier to, when you're happy. I don't write as much when I'm happy. <laughs> So you um, need to date another asshole. So guy. yeah, so I probably should break up with my with my quality wonderful well, boyfriend. This is what happens to musicians that they struggle and then they write all these terrible, you know, angst-ridden El- songs and they get successful and then what happens? Well, yeah, I Elton John is just doing Disney now, you know? There you yeah. go. Just that he's happy. I mean, I like being happy. I enjoy like not being miserable all the time. It's nice to 
to you know feel mm-hmm. peaceful. <laughs> it's not profitable. Well, it's not profitable. No. What about Gypsy Rose Lee over here? What's your stage name? Gypsy Rose Lee. What is it? Uh, King Rose. King Rose. King Rose. What? Yeah. What are you? What, Gypsy King, Rose Lee. What sort of music do you play, King? You have something going on. I can. I just knew it had Rose in it. What? Uh, what kind of music do you play, then, King? Blues. I had a blues band in, in New oh, Mexico. Really? Yeah. And wh- in Mexico? New Mexico. New Santa Mexico. Fe. Yeah. You are a hippie. Okay. <laughs> What's a, and did you make a living? This is I, I'm dubbed by many people many things. And well, this is before you were massaging Lorenzo Lamas' wife oh, for no, a Playboy after, shoot? After. After. So you started yeah. off as a blues singer, and then you went... people's for, ears and souls. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to do a little bit of a song for us while we're here? Because we're running out of time. So if we're going to do it... Do we have, we have a bit of a backing track here that, that oh, Mitch Foreman can play see, for you. Let's hear what it, what it sounds like. Okay. okay. Hey, Mitch. Are you ready for yeah. this? Yeah. You ready for this? Yeah. You want me to play live and hear what, yeah, uh, how we, it goes? I think the live is well, we've got, we've got a track if you want to try it. I have my, my paperwork. I have a track. Oh, yeah. We need paperwork? Yeah. We need like an indemnity yeah. form or something? Uh, <laughs> I have lyrics. <laughs> I wrote a book. You wanna, it might be better li- if we do it live if it, if it works. It Let's try it live and see if it works. Okay. Okay. Uh, how about in a D minor, I believe. We yeah, that works. All right. Give me an idea of your tempo, where you'd like it. Uh, a one, two, three. Does that work for you? Yeah, that works. Well, I'm the chalk lit devil. That's what they call me. I'm the chocolate devil. I make you want it bad, I'm the chocolate devil Oh yeah, you see me coming And your heart melts, I'm the chocolate devil That's all I am That's all I am, I mean, I'm just, I'm just uh, riffing, I don't know <laughs> Very nice The devil has all the good songs, Harry I'm gonna make you. I'm gonna give you a chance to reply. Thank you, Mitch Foreman. No, no, no. I oh, just speak welcome. through the chocolate. That's uh, that's the chocolate where the love speak is. For itself. Yeah, I do. Well, let's talk do. about some of your chocolates that you've brought here. Look, they've powered through these chocolates. These people here. No, they. they <laughs> this absolutely is nice. Have. This one looks good. This is the chocolate Easter bunny with the pink and um, uh, well, pink ears, I suppose. Yeah. And I'm not quite sure what that is. It's a bow. He's got a little uh, little frosting bow tie on. So you're saying that your wife makes a chocolate, and you and so you, what do you actually do? Then? I look good. Well, you do that. I must say, you're <laughs> you. very, very handsome. I, I really, I think everybody around the room is very, very attractive. God, this is a I'd beautiful say. audience. Give yes. yourselves a hand. Thank you. And um, what do what do you really do though? That you you gave up the law, and the, your wife makes chocolate. And what do you do? I actually retired about three years ago. Retired? Yeah, I did. I used to run um, 500 retail stores for a cell phone company. A cell phone? Company. Yeah, Altel. We got bought by Verizon. Right. And now I hang out. I uh, do my wife's website. I play the horses quite a bit. Play the horses. <laughs> yeah. Now we're on to something good. Yeah. Uh, Have you got a system? Yeah, I absolutely do. You and, do. Uh, you I, win money. Uh, uh, some days, yes. Of course, anybody could win money some days. I'm talking well, about. <laughs> I'm talking about a system. I, I absolutely have a system. Okay. I, and it's, it's a, again, a like system. being the good Catholic thing. You get to spend a lot of time, agonize over something, yeah. feel guilty about it, lose money, and when you make money, you have to give it to the church. You don't really do No, you? I absolutely don't. Good man. No, don't. So you're not that chocolatesforgood.com? Uh, no, no, no. Yeah, we're, we're chocolatesforgood.com, but, uh, you know, I only give other people's money to uh, charity. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a, that's the Christian way. It is indeed. I, I appreciate your honesty. It is. It is. Betting, well, betting for Jesus. That would be a new thing. Betting for Jesus. Yeah. Isn't there isn't there some sort of Easter thing that goes on at the fairgrounds at the racetrack here? Uh, actually, I, I think they uh, crucify someone. I'm not. No. Oh, I'm just, there's it's no hats. It's hats. It's Thanksgiving. Hats. There's a Thanksgiving thing. The hats. Yeah, Easter they, bonnet. They did the big hat thing uh, for Louisiana Derby Day. Uh, so okay. there were there were women running around in giant so, hats. Okay, listen. So without giving anything away too much, I mean, well, give me a rough idea. You do have to declare this to the IRS how much you've won. Uh, I wish I did. Uh, Aren't you supposed <laughs> to declare? That's a good write-off, isn't there, right? Isn't there a thing? On, isn't there a thing on the on the on your tax form that says you know winnings, gambling winnings? 
I'm not really going to discuss. There are lots of forms. Yes, there, there are lots yeah. of things on the The 1040 on the has an actual spectacle yeah, of winnings yeah, from gambling. I've always I think if you that. win really big at uh, somewhere, you have they'll declare it to the IRS for you. Oh, yeah, they uh, tell you. They tell you. If it's one oh, big, if it's one big chunk. That's you know. so sweet. Yeah. The question yeah. is uh, whether you know. Five thousand. Mitch, Mitch cries a gambler. Our technical director. We have some closet so, gamblers. Yeah, yeah everyone. Oh no, I'm not a closet gambler. <laughs> I'm so right you're, out so there. So you're you're actually spending most of your um, time either working on your wife's chocolate website or gambling. Um, so you're you're torn between gambling and chocolate. That's gambling, your chocolate, and uh, I did rewrite the New Testament for Twitter, uh, which I, I think is what in 140 characters or less. Oh uh, no, Jesus was a simple guy. It took ten tweets, and uh, you know. How does it start? Is uh, it New Testament or the Old Testament? No, 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 just the New. Just right. how does the New Testament start? I don't even. I'm gonna know give a little testament. Uh, no, the uh, the first <laughs> the first tweet is from uh, at Mary of Nazareth. Had the weirdest dream last night. Can't wait to tell Joseph. He's gonna freak. <laughs> and, <laughs> okay. It just sort of goes on from there. That's now finally we've got back to a, a nice. Uh, Absolutely. A nice Easter show. Well, you know, it it ends with Jesus, uh, you know, at Jesus of Nazareth. uh, I'll be appearing on the road to Emmaus on Monday. Good tickets still available. (laughs) Oh, my God. And that's tasteless, actually. No, it's not. It's not? Tasteless? That's very good. Did you come up with this yourself, or is this... I did indeed. That is great. I did indeed. And have you actually put this on Twitter or anywhere? Like It's uh, at the Dead Mule School of Southern Literature. Dead Mule School, so yeah. literature. It's uh, Dead Mule, good, good uh, fuel for the brain. Dead Mule was back to the. Is this a racehorse that didn't make it? No, I've owned a few of those. Actually, you've, you've owned racehorses. Oh yes, I have. Would you like one? Well, <laughs> do you currently own racehorses? Uh, yes, uh, I own a share in a couple of racehorses. So you own racehorses, and you have a system to win at the track. No, no, no. I have a system to bet at the track. Okay. <laughs> so those are two freaking completely. I, I just saw the lawyer come out. Actually. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> let me make this absolutely bet clear. Bet or win. Yes. Well, so and are you like a super loaded guy with tons of money? Um, I did, I did pretty damn good. You yeah. did. So where did the money all come from? From the horses, or from the law, or from Alltel? Uh, no, no, it came from Verizon. From Verizon. Uh, I'd like to thank their shareholders. Oh, so when they bought Alltel, yeah, you had to like a. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Well, listen, we're looking. I don't, I don't like that craven look in your eye. You're no, kind of like a vulture. I'm <laughs> thinking I've got a brilliant idea I for do. you. But, I'm sure you do. But we'll get to that in a minute or later. How's Verizon so, service, by the way? Verizon is actually fabulous. Uh, Are you I just saying Verizon that because they made you rich? Or? No, I okay. really don't give a sh- I don't really care about Verizon matter. at this point. They're all in league with the devil. You know, I just want to say that. You know, you know I'm sitting back here observing, but I just want to share. Right. No, no, no. Gary, right. I think, has adequately assessed the situation. Uh, you must have AT&T if you're on Oh, God, yes. They completely bite. Well, yes. you're on a, you have an iPhone. That's the problem. Mm-mm, it's AT&T. No, just AT&T in general? Yeah. AT&T is I thought, just the, I thought it was just the iPhone on AT&T. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're, we're viciously running out of time, so now we have to, we have to move along. Krista, you want, can we make you do another song? Please do. You can ask me to, and I, oh. can, I can oblige. Yes. Okay. <laughs> what do you think would be a fitting sort of <clears throat> coda to this tasteful uh, show that we've recorded? I don't recorded? know. I have yet to write my circumcision hit, so... Any songs <laughs> about blood? Uh, no. Bleeding... No. Um, um, contracts. Sweet. There was one song actually that I do that I joke is my song about Jesus. It's my Christian crossover song, so maybe that would be appropriate. It's not actually Certainly. about Jesus, but it could be. Well, it could be for this time, for now, for today. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So would you introduce it? Here's my song about Jesus. Mm-hmm. Here's my song about Jesus. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Holding On. It could also be about circumcision, actually. See you. 
Fantastic. Yeah, now that really is a beautiful song. And what is that on? What album? That's on a record I have called Extended Play. It's on my website and at Louisiana Music Factory and on Amazon and iTunes and all, right. all that. That's nice. And what was that uh, from, apart from Jesus and Circumcision? What actually inspired that? That one was actually a little bit more mystical in the way it, it kind of came to me. Like sometimes songs are more specific and direct and they come like immediately from an experience and sometimes songs come from like the um, sort of underlying like emotional truth of an experience. And so that one was, it was around the same time frame as, as this wonderful blog posting that you unearthed from the internet. <laughs> yeah. So you say, yeah. Are you feeling happy now? Are things working out? Uh, like in life? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still yeah. alive, so yeah, I guess that's all so. it takes. That's a, that's a low no, bar. No, no, no. I'm wonderfully happy most of the time, which is pretty good. That know? is good. And yeah. you're biking around uh, New Orleans. I'm biking a... around with my guitar on my back, and you know. And you're singing a lot. You played a lot of gigs around town. Mm-hmm. We're doing jazz fest and French Quarter festival. And... Cool. And you're playing at jazz fest. That's oh, what... when? Yeah, yes. <laughs> what uh, what slot on jazz fest are you? Uh, we're playing the first weekend on Sunday, Monday. Uh, Sunday, May 1st. And you have a band? At 4 p.m. on the lanyard. And you have a band with you as well? Yeah, we'll have a whole band, like five 4 p.m. on Sunday? Yeah. That's a really great slot. No, we're working our way up. We played like yeah. at 1 p.m. last year for our first time, so we're... <laughs> wow. Well, you deserve it. the preferable you, spots. You deserve it. You're great. And Thank thanks you. so much for coming to join us down here. Kristen Diablo and... Uh, what we'll have a link to we have a link to your mm-hmm. page on our site and people can go to your page from our site and download stuff yeah. you can download music and you can download it on iTunes and Amazon and the rest yeah of definitely there's like a free stuff. download on the website and all this we have a bunch of shows this weekend we're doing like some house concert receptions in the Pentalba in Jackson Square like this oh, really cool. historic building which I happen to live in so you live in the Pentalba I live in the Pentalba what a great spot <laughs> yeah it is overlooking it, well the unless you need to park during French Quarter Festival well you're trying to get to sleep anytime. there's a reason I biked here yeah well, I don't well you bike all the way from the French Quarter. <laughs> you don't have a car. You bike yeah. all the way from the Quarter up to Uptown. That's yeah. very good. Yeah. That'll keep you in shape. And yeah, right. the Chocolate Devil. You've got to work off these chocolates. G- Gary Rosenblatt, the Chocolate Devil, got here on rollerblades, uh, which I haven't seen since 1985. Yeah, on, on inline skates. Inline skates, yeah. they're called now. Yes, yes. And that's, is yeah. that how you get because, around? Because rollerblades is a company. Yeah. Oh, is it? Inline skates. Are just, okay. Are, yeah. Brought to you in part by rollerblades. Yeah, see, I, I, used, to be, I used to be, uh, uh, I, I used to race. So I used to get skates from you all used the different to companies. Race. Used not, to a, yeah. not, not horses, used to race no, other no, humans. In, inline skates on, on, on inline you skates. Were a competitive, you, yeah. were, you were a skater. competitive inline skater in as LA. well as being a massage therapist to Lorenzo Lamas' yeah. wife for a Playboy yeah. shoot. And a barker on the streets in New York. Uh, yeah, there's a long list of things. Well, you've had an interesting <laughs> life, and, it's, and you're buying a house in Chalmette, and you're going to be staying working around on, in New Orleans. Working on it. And there's a link to your site. You can buy the chocolates online for the new N-O, It's nochocolatedevil.com. Is what you're called. Yes, indeed. You are the New Orleans Chocolate Devil. I we can buy your chocolates online, and we can also buy your chocolates online, chocolatesforgood.com, Harry Bruns. And when we buy them, we can make a donation to the uh, Chalmette. Yep, the residential fund. The St. Bernard Project, uh, Zach Rosenberg and Liz McCartney, and to the Boys Hope Girls Hope here in New Orleans. That's very good. Thanks, thanks very much for being here, all of you. And um, Mitch Foreman, nice to have you back. Thank you. Nice to be back. It's been a fun show. This is our first ever annual Easter show. Nice day for a crucifixion. It's still a nice day for a crucifixion. Anytime you want to come on down to New Orleans, come and join us down here at the Columns Hotel. We record the show live on Thursdays at 3811 St. Charles Avenue. The Columns Hotel is a great place to come and have a cocktail. If you're already in New Orleans and an even more wonderful place to come and stay and have a lot of cocktails if you're coming to visit us here in New Orleans. Our show is produced by Tanya Castellanos, Melinda Hawes, and Trish Kaufman. Mitch Cry is our technical director. Christian Unruh does all our music. Our web designer and our link to the real world is Cliff Brigden. Our theme tune is was written and is being played right now by Mitch Foreman. If you'd like to be on the show, drop us a line at itsneworleans at gmail.com. We're here at the Collins Hotel. Come down and join us if you're listening to this online. And the next time you want to come down, we're here most Thursdays. You can check out our other happy hour shows. There's tons of them up on the web, as well as our other shows, including Psych Ward. Go check that out. That's it. It's another happy hour. Been and gone for It's New Orleans. I'm Grant Morris.